0: Welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge Campfire Stories. This is our series that focuses on scary and spooky video game stories. Tonight, we begin part one of the Tale of Six. A young girl desperate to escape her metal prison as she ventures deeper into the dark unknown. But before we begin tonight's tale, we want to dedicate this series to a special storygoer by the name of Joel, whose love of this game inspired us to cover it. Joel, thank you for listening, and we hope we make you proud as we tell this spooky story. So sit back and relax, but don't forget to watch out for what lurks in the dark. You never know what might try to grab you in Little Nightmares. The dark void swirled slowly as the figure became more visible. A slender individual stood in place as she turned her head and revealed her unsettling white mask. Suddenly, the young child awoke from her nightmare, leaned off of her hard bed and collected herself from the nightmare she had just had. The room around her was dark and damp. Raindrops fell from the high ceiling and onto the cold metal floor. She stood from her bed and walked on the cold floor. Her bright yellow raincoat would be the first thing that you notice if you looked at her. The coat's large yellow hood covered the top of her head and made it difficult to see her face. She would be simply referred to by the name of Six. Six walked across the large puddles spread across the floor as she ventured into the darkness. The scurrying of little feet dashing away from around her could be heard as small figures disappeared into the dark side of the room. The darkness made it impossible to see anymore. Luckily, Six had a single lighter in her raincoat pocket. She pulled it out and lit a flame that pushed away the darkness around her. The room was still eerie and quiet, her bare feet now out of the water puddles and onto more dry metal floors making it to the end of the room. Six little lantern built into the floor and put her lighter away. She was now at the end of the room, with nowhere else to go, except a small hatch in the wall in front of her. She pulled on the handle of the hatch with all of her might, until It popped open and she entered inside. Pulling out her lighter once more, Six crawled through the metal vents as she made it to a new large room. Massive chains stretched across the room as Six climbed a single staircase up to a higher level. She could hear the sounds of metal turning and scraping together. She jogged further into the room until she found a wall of wood boarding up the way. A small hole was uncovered at the bottom of the floor as six crawled through. This new room she entered looked like someone's bedroom, an old leather couch and a bed resting inside. Chairs tied to the ceiling swayed back and forth. Six noticed another open hatch above the bed, on the wall, as she jumped up onto it. Quickly jumping back into the new room, Six landed on another bed, laying on the floor. She walked onto the floor, but quickly stopped. In the middle of the room, was a single chair. But dangling above the chair was something more sinister. A pair of long legs dangled from the ceiling, legs much longer than any normal person's would be. Prying her eyes from the dangling legs above her, Six noticed a tall door on the other side of the room. It was too tall to reach the handle. She would unfortunately need a chair to reach it. Six slowly walked to the chair in the center of the room and pulled it to the tall door with all of her might. Climbing up onto the chair and jumping from it, Six grabbed the tall door's handle and pulled it down as it slowly swung open. She did not dare look back at the legs from the ceiling as she quickly ran into the next room. The sound of metal gears turning could be heard as Six walked across the wooden floorboards of the room and approached a large refrigerator. Old and bloody handprints marked the front of the refrigerator, as if telling Six to pull it open. Despite not wanting to know what was inside, Six pulled with all of her might as she pried the refrigerator door open and noticed the numerous shelves inside. She looked up and noticed the floor above her could be reached from the top of the refrigerator. She climbed the refrigerator shelves, got on top of it, and then ran up the sloped flooring to the next floor above. She continued to move forward, jumping over small holes in the floorboards and running into the entrance of the next room. A large switch hung on the wall as Six jumped from a box below to pull it down. A door to her right opened as she continued forward. The next room's entrance was covered in wooden boards, again, as Six was able to pull the lowest board off and crawl inside. As she walked into this room, a cracking sound echoed from under her feet as the floorboards broke apart underneath her. Six fell through the floor and into the next room below as she landed in a pool of black sludge. She pulled her lighter out quickly to try and see clearer in the dark room as she heard an eerie sound, a screech echoing out. Quickly looking to her left, Six could barely make out the dark figures crawling on the metal floor. A massive black leech squirmed towards her as she ran with all the strength that she could muster. More of the leeches were ahead of her as she weaved through them and pushed open the door at the end of the room as if her life depended on it. The wooden door fell open as six ran across the broken wooden bridges and climbed up a nearby ladder. She continued up the spiraling staircases until she made it as high as she could. As she journeyed further up in this mysterious place, she came to a large open room, a metal grinding sound emulating above as Six looked around to find a scary, large figure dragging what looked to be a large, metal box. It slowly moved across a metal bridge, high above her. There was something about the individual that made Six's skin crawl, as she knew there was something not right. At the end of this large metal room, Six found white bedsheets tied together into a rope coming from an open vent above the room. She climbed the bedsheet rope and entered the vent. Running through rooms that looked to be a bathroom and a playroom, Six ran across a hallway with several closed doors that she did not want to explore anything could be behind them. She made it to the next room as a bright light shined at six, forcing her to stop behind a bookcase. She peered around the bookcase's corner to see an eye staring towards her with a light shining from it. Six froze and stood still as the eye looked from the left side of the room, to the middle, to the right, and then back to the left again. Taking her time, Six ran across the room, hiding behind various large objects to escape the gaze of the eye, and dashed to the other end of the room. Six climbed various stacked objects to the floor above her, and continued forward into another bedroom. As she walked inside, she heard the door of the bedroom begin to open as she quickly ran under the large bed in the middle of the room. Six could only see the floor from under the bed as a large figure entered the room. It was very large, though Six could tell Its legs were short compared to its long, dangling arms that dragged on the floor. The long-armed figure swung its arm around to shut the door behind it, engulfing the room in total darkness yet again. Six could barely see the figure of the monster in the room with her, as it began to slowly Pace around. As the monster went around to the other side of the bed, Six slowly emerged from her hiding spot to get away. She made it to the open doorway and climbed up a nearby set of cages to find another vent that she entered inside. Her lighter in hand, Six ventured through the dark vents as she came out into another large, empty room. As Six continued forward, her stomach began to growl as pain came from within her. She didn't realize throughout her journey so far that she was very hungry. She quickly grabbed her stomach and hoped for the hunger pains to go away. She tried to continue walking forward, as her stomach continued to growl more and more, begging for six to feed at something, anything. She tried to keep walking, but her stomach hurt too much. She didn't realize, through all of her hunger pains, that nearby someone was watching. From the metal barred room next to her. A child, shrouded in darkness, watched Six as she huddled over in pain. The child stood and grabbed something next to them on a nearby table. They threw the object through the metal bars to Six's feet. As Six tried to get off the floor, She looked up to find a large piece of bread on the ground. She quickly picked it up without thinking and ate it as fast as she could. No piece of bread had ever tasted as wonderful in her life. Having finished the bread, Six looked up at the child who saved her. It was hard to see them and the shadows cast over them in the room that barred them from escaping. Six could only see their sad eyes looking down at her. Six waved to the child, a sign of appreciation for helping her. She wished she could set them free, but she couldn't. But maybe, somehow soon, she could. All Six knew was that she had to keep moving forward in her escape from wherever she was. The child sat back down in their barred room as Six ran forward and climbed a set of stacked metal boxes and through a hole of broken metal bars. She ran through a shower room avoiding more leeches that crawled, desperate trying to grab her, and snuck through another room of a watchful eye, looking for any escaping children. This place Six was stuck inside of continued on and on, seemingly endless and unescapable. But Six couldn't. Stop now. Traveling up several flights of stairs, she made it to a very different-looking room, more different than she had ever seen on her journey so far. The room was nicely lit and decorated well. The walls sported green wallpaper that had framed pictures hanging from it. A small table, and several dressers stood inside, and were massive, compared to six. Only giants could ever use such things. Giants like the one she had seen before, with the long, dragging arms. She knew she would have to climb up onto the tall furnishings to continue forward, but she needed a way up. Against the back wall was a pullout bed, but it was locked up. The switch to unlock the bed was connected to the wooden bed frame. She noticed a suitcase laying on the floor and dragged it to the bed. She climbed onto the suitcase and jumped off, grabbing the switch and pulling it down as the bed fell forward and laid out on the floor. She climbed onto the bed and then up the nearby dresser's handles, next to it as she got to the top. She jumped to the small table where a key laid on top of it. For a key, it was still quite large. Six picked it up with both of her hands and jumped back down onto the floor. She looked for a place to put the key into, but no doors or locks were visible anywhere. As she looked around, she noticed an odd part of the wall in front of her at the bottom where it connected to the floor. Six pushed against the wall to reveal an open space behind it. She took the key into the dark room and found the locked door it belonged to. With a twist of the key, she unlocked the door and entered inside. A small elevator greeted her as it took her down deeper into wherever she was heading. For a moment, Six had a chance to catch her breath. She pondered where she was and how she got there. It was a place that would never let her rest or let her guard down. It was as if she was constantly being chased by something in the dark. Like she was always in the jaws of some evil force trying to get her. This place felt like she was in the maw of a wild animal. Six pondered with her thoughts for a moment as the elevator dinged to tell her that she had arrived at her next stop. Before stepping out, she decided that it was a perfect name for this place. The Maw. thank you for listening to part one of Little Nightmares. We will be back soon with part two for you to enjoy. Let us know what you think of our campfire stories on our social media or by emailing us at talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All the E's are 3's. You can also send us a voicemail or text at our official number at 207- four nine four four three three four. But for now, we hope you enjoyed the spooky tale and make sure you stay safe. Good luck.